Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. But before we get into that, Travis. Yes, sir. How's your week been going, man? Oh, well, you know, I mean, compared to what I told you last week, it's gone significantly better. Nice. Um, still no word on my car yet, but the insurance is working through it, so that's fantastic. Nice. Um, it's been a pretty chill week. Yeah. I, I didn't really get to watch anything this week, mm-hmm. which I know is a shock for me, but... Um, I had a chance to play a game and finish it um, this past week and weekend. I played Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, how was that? It was fantastic. That's a great game. That's what I keep hearing. Yeah, um, I believe it's on... I uh, Well, for the people that have it, like a P- uh, PlayStation or Xbox, I don't think it's on Switch. But um, if you have a chance to play it, I would recommend it. It's an older game, but... Still highly recommend it. Um, let's see. And I did, I went out and I decided to go thrifting this weekend. Really? So, yeah. So did you have $20 I, in your pocket? I sure did. <laughs> and my main goal was looking for movies. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I picked up a few items. Yeah? Yeah, I picked up... Uh, the, it was a double pack of Ted 1 and Ted 2. Okay, and, okay. And then I got Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Because I've been wanting to rewatch that series again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I got um, Idle Hands, which is a movie I haven't seen, but I'm looking forward to watching. What's that one about again? That is, it's a kind of late 90s horror comedy. It stars De- uh, stars Devin Sawa, and it also has uh, Seth Green in it. And it's about this high schooler that his hand becomes possessed, and he cuts it off. And the hand starts to become, you know, like Cousin It and move around on its own. I, I, I don't know if there's more to to the plot than that, but it's supposed to be ridiculous and funny, and I look forward to it. Perfect. Yeah. Did you watch anything this weekend? Nothing new. Okay. Um, I, I did watch for the first time <gasps> Newsies. Really? Okay. I did. And then um, I did watch the, the Eurovision Song Contest was this weekend okay so you had to watch that yep yep and then okay. afterwards uh i had to rewatch eurovision song contest a song of ice and or a song of fire saga or story of fire <laughs> saga sorry you are you are hung up on that movie you must really <laughs> like it well it like i said it was the eurovision song contest was this weekend and mm-hmm. then uh one of my sisters was here uh for another kind of family event that we had okay and uh had never seen it before okay so uh i was like well now's the perfect time and uh yeah it was it was was really good the second time around too well good okay 
Have you watched it yet? I I have not watched that one yet. Um, you keep telling me to see it, and I need to watch it. Um, so hopefully sometime here in the future. But I'm really interested to hear what you think of Newsies, because that's another one I haven't seen, and I've heard mixed reviews on it. I mean, it's... I, th- I, th- I think it... Yeah, it's a Disney production. It is, yeah. Uh, it has Christian Bale singing in it. <laughs> but it's Horrible. a young Christian Bale. Okay. With a very, very stereotypical New York accent. Hey, I'm walking here, yeah! Kind of, kind of, you know, going along with that that vibe, but uh-huh. in, like, early 1900s kind of time frame when the Newsies basically went on strike, and that's what the whole thing okay. is about, is, mm-hmm. is them getting fairly paid slash not having children working. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, it was... It was pretty good. Excellent. Okay. That's another one I've been wanting to watch, and I just, now that I have Disney Plus, that I should check it out. I don't know if it's on there or not, but... Yeah, I don't know. I know, um, basically, I watched it on Blu-ray, so okay. I don't know if it's actually on Disney Plus or not. Mm-hmm. But we can find out in one second. Sweet! Hey. Uh, search. News. Yep, it's on, or, hold up. Yep. It's on Disney Plus, and okay. so is Newsies, the Broadway musical. Ooh, okay. Oh, sorry. In eighteen ninety nine, that's when Man, it was. What a stretch! Wow. <laughs> so not the early nineteen hundreds, the late eighteen hundreds, mm. very late eighteen hundreds. Very very late. Yes, almost nineteen hundreds. Which, holy cow! Uh, let me double check one thing here quickly. Last month, one month and one week ago celebrated its 30th anniversary oh wow <laughs> yeah oh yeah. wow but uh, do you feel old yet man <laughs> i always feel old all right i hear that but yeah so like christian bale is in it bill pullman is in it robert duvall is in it Ooh. uh and then the rest are not necessarily people that you would immediately recognize mm-hmm. like i mean Let's see here. Okay, so Luke Edwards is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he plays basically like the the younger brother of like one of the main characters, not Christian not, not Christian Bale, but okay. the other main character. But he was he was the kid in The Wizard and he was okay. the kid in Little Big League or Billy oh. Haywood in Little Big League. Mhm. And Jack Taggart Jr. in Jeepers Creepers 2. Okay. All right. So, uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, 30 years ago, last month. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, time flies by, right? Sure, let's go with that. Yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that was that was basically all I did. <laughs> okay. Well, it sounds like we had pretty good weekends. Yeah, sure. Let's yeah. go with that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, what do you, what do you say we... Uh, get going with some movie news here and we have a bit of movie news and trailers and stuff that before we get into the movies for this week okay so let, let's go good. let's, let's do it. go on all right so the first <laughs> the first one that we have is actually uh a little bit of sad news mm-hmm. uh and that is that fred ward has passed away that's so sad so so sad i know you don't you really don't know much about him mm-hmm. but uh he played in tremors and Tremors 2. Right. 
and then um, he, he he just he he is fantastic. He he's one of those people that like if you can if you've seen him in other things, you'll recognize him right away. Like okay. I know I mistook him earlier for the dad in in the new guy, but it's actually he also was the dad in Road Trip. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that one, but that movie's fantastic. Like once uh, a long time ago. A long time ago, okay. Or Chain Reaction with uh, Keanu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I don't know. Not a lot of people saw that one. And then uh, <laughs> he was in 30 Minutes or Less with... Uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, from... What can I think of it? The Facebook movie. Social Network. Uh, Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg? Eisen- yeah, Jesse yeah. Eisenberg, Aziz Ansari, and Nick Swartzen, and Danny McBride. Yeah. So... It's very sad. I, I thoroughly loved him from Tremors, because those are movies I grew up with as a kid, so it's sad to hear, and uh, hopefully he rests in peace. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that was very nice, Travis. Very nice. I try. I try. Uh, I guess kind of moving on here to some of the other movie news that we have, okay. I do want to talk about this movie called The Gray Man that's going to be coming to Netflix. Okay. Uh, it has, um, hold on one second, sorry, uh, Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans in okay. it. It is apparently, uh, the most expensive Netflix film to date with Ooh. a 200 plus million dollar budget. Jeez. And it has already, already has a prequel and a sequel in the works. Well, wow, so they is, have high faith in this. Well, th- this is coming from the directors joe and anthony russo uh that makes sense okay so you got the russo brothers you got chris evans you got ryan gosling Mm -hmm. apparently the deadpool screenwriters rhett reese and paul wernick Mm -hmm. which apparently chris evans is playing a villain character Ooh, interesting and then anna de armas is in this one as well so anna de armas and chris evans are teaming up again after knives out Mm mm-hmm Billy Bob Thornton is in it as well. Ooh. Uh, July 15th. or So it, it will have a limited theatrical release on July 15th before dropping on Netflix on July 22nd. Okay. All right. But like I said, they must have, like, or like you were saying, Travis, they must have a lot of faith in it already if they already have a prequel and a sequel in the works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a lot of faith. Like mm-hmm. this is almost like Star Wars quality. Or I shouldn't even say Star Wars. Marvel marvel quality right right i mean especially if netflix is spending 200 million dollars on this thing right yeah <laughs> that's not exactly jump change no no yeah. not at all mm-hmm. not at all i mean it's probably making all of the accountants just scream <laughs> good one i like it well thank you thank you i You're appreciate welcome. that uh <laughs> speaking of the scream universe mm-hmm Apparently, we have reports that Hayden Panettiere is returning after Scream 4. Uh, I like it. I mean, I've always liked Hayden Panettiere as, a, as an actress. I have too. She, like, I, I, where did you first learn of her? Uh, Heroes. Heroes? Good show. All right. <laughs> I mean, it was, kind of a, it was kind of a big deal kind of yeah well at least the first couple seasons yeah and then yeah. and then it kind of kind of dropped off from there but yeah oh yeah well i mean like 
you know, they, they had the whole the whole advertising thing, save the cheerleader, save the world thing. Yep. And yep. Hayden Pantier was the cheerleader. She sure was. Uh but that was such a good show, but okay, alright. <laughs> I think well, I mean that's that's basically what kind of launched her into the you know, everybody knows your name kind of scale of things, right? Mm-hmm. I would say so, almost definitely. And then, you know, then came all the other stuff and Scream 4 included in there. Mm-hmm. And spoilers, she lived. <laughs> See, it it's... In that, in Scream 4, it's it's very hard to tell if she lives or not because you see her get stabbed, mm-hmm. but you don't see her. You just see her lying on the floor, kind of writhing in pain, and then that's the last you see of her again. So everybody expected her to come back in Scream 5, mm-hmm. but she never did. So I'm glad to see that her character is coming back for Scream 6. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, so basically on here it says, you know, uh, her character Kirby Reed and everything like that ends up, yep. rises to the hero status by the end of the movie, which also mm-hmm. sees her near mortally wounded by a now, but now a survivor. Ooh. See, her character too, I always expected her to be the bad guy, because uh, her, her Kirby, or for Kirby, it was always very ambiguous on if she was good or if she was bad. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, it'll be very very interesting to see what happens when she comes back. Yeah, well, I mean, like, what if she still is bad? What if? I mean, who knows? Maybe this is just a whole line of BS that they want to give us that, oh, sh- she is good, but maybe she is bad. Who knows? I, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, but... Well, I'll have to wait and see, because you're not going to see it, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know... The watch, the watch, the watch is ticking. It sure is. Oh, I just got it. <laughs> I was wondering how long that would take. Hey, that, you. That didn't take very it. long. That did not take it, very long. It did not. I, I had to think about it. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that we're laughing is because our next story involves Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. Who, along with uh, Florence Pugh and Austin Butler, have been added to the Dune sequel, Dune Part 2. Ooh. Christopher Walken is playing the Emperor. Interesting, okay. It'll be a very interesting many-hour movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so true. But, you know, we're going to be along for the ride. Exactly. So, basically, Walken is going to be playing the ruler of the known universe... And so he's the one that actually sent the Atreides family to Arrakis okay. in order to, right. to be their downfall, basically, because mm-hmm. they were getting too much power. You know, they were they, they were causing an, a ruckus when they shouldn't have been. <laughs> uh, and they were they were uh, what, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? Like they were uh, threatening his power, basically. Oh, to like overthrow him? Not necessarily to overthrow him, but like. You know, he, he saw them as a threat, as a possibility of, mm-hmm. you know, kind of taking him from power. Okay, all right. But uh, apparently Florence Pugh is playing Christopher Walken's daughter. Okay, all right. And what about Austin Butler? Is uh, Fade, uh, Fade Routha, the cunning nephew of the Baron who heads House Harkonnen 
and who's being groomed to rule Arrakis. Oh, the Baron is so creepy. Ugh. So, um, I believe... Let me double check. Okay. So I'm... I believe in the David Lynch Dune mm-hmm. that that character is played by Sting. <laughs> okay. All right. I just looked it up and it, it is it is the same character. So uh, okay. Austin Butler is going from playing Elvis to playing Sting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, so it looks like shooting is set to begin this summer in Budapest with uh, Denis Villeneuve in the director's seat. Oh, I'm so excited! So so it's excited! Gonna, I am I am I am ready. Whew. I really enjoyed the last one. Mm-hmm. They got me though, with the with just being you know Dune, part one. What? <laughs> it got me. It, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh. Uh, let's see here. So we got we got all of that, and I'm yawning here. But we're going we're going from walking to driving. <laughs> oh, that was good and, too. Okay. Oh, thank you. And <laughs> that our next story involves Adam Driver, Forrest Whitaker, Lawrence Fishburne, and John Voight joining onto Megalopolis, which is being made by Francis Ford Coppola. Wow. So that's going to be a cast. Yeah, no kidding. That's some big names. Right. And a big director. Who am yeah. I? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, basically, Coppola is self-funding this project. Okay. And because, you know, he wants the control over it. But, yeah, he's got he's got some big names coming in. Yeah. Do we know of any, oh, like, what it's about or anything like that? I do not uh let's see here so basically it, it says the fall of rome haunts a modern world unable to solve its own social problems in this epic story of political ambition genius and conflicted love hmm. so apparently the budget is just under a hundred million right now and like i said coppola is self-funding this and what a life to just be like you know i've got a hundred million dollars to to spend i'm gonna make a movie well, I know he actually has, like, a wine club as well. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Right? Because he... I think... I think he owns the movie rights to Dick Tracy? Okay. Oh, sorry. That's Warren Beatty. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. I don't know why I was thinking Francis Ford Coppola, but... <laughs> I mean, that's no, close. Francis Ford Coppola did a movie that basically bankrupted him. Mm-hmm. And I can't, for the life of me, remember what that movie is. Well, it's definitely not Godfather. It's definitely not Apocalypse Now. I don't know. I could be just confusing all of my, all of my movie stuff that I have spinning around up here. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I mean, he directed Jack. If you remember mm-hmm. that one with Robin Williams. I do. Yep. Um. That's yeah. An underrated movie. An underrated <laughs> movie. Kind of a creepy movie. I'm not gonna lie. It is, but it's still fun. Like, it's fun to see Robin Williams. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but we we will have to wait a little bit to see if we get any trailers or anything for Megalopolis. Hmm. Sounds good to me. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, going from a beast of a director to a beast of an actor. 
<laughs> Dan Stevens, mm-hmm. who played Beast in the Beauty and the Beast uh, live-action movie, mm-hmm. is apparently set to lead Godzilla vs. Kong 2. Ooh, okay. And Adam Wingard is returning to the director's chair for it. Ah, I wonder if that means that Millie Bobby Brown will be back. I don't know. I don't know. Production is beginning to is is slated to begin this summer in Australia. Hmm. Okay. I like it. I really liked I really like Godzilla versus Kong. I I, I liked all I those too. movies. I I honestly I really liked Godzilla. Mhm. I was meh on King of the Monsters. I know you were. But like I said, I think that was just because of my experience watching it. Well, yeah, you're up close and personal. <laughs> Front row, baby. <laughs> um, and then uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, I watched at home, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed that movie. Mm-hmm. And now we have Godzilla vs. Kong 2. I still have yet to watch Skull Island. That's a good one. I know. I want to watch it. I just gotta. I just gotta be like, okay, I'm taking this to my this time to go watch it. <laughs> I have it if you want to borrow it. I think I have it as well. Well, I, son of a bee. <laughs> I just, like I said, I just haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. I have okay. access to it, but I just haven't watched it. That's crazy. You own something that you haven't watched yet? I know, right? So weird. Uh, but yeah, Dan Stevens, if you don't know him, like I said, he was he was in Beauty and the Beast, the live action movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also in uh, Legion, the TV show. He was like the main character in that, which was a very weird show, which is kind of what put him on my map. Uh, <laughs> just because I, I watched that show and it was like, okay, this guy's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him in Beauty and the Beast. And then I also saw him in Eurovision Song Contest, A Story of Fire Saga. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> he is in that one as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, been, he's been in a few things. Just a few. Yeah. Just a few, like Downton Abbey, but not. He was in. The, he was in the TV show. Mm-hmm. He was in the TV show, Downton Abbey. Uh, okay, all right, that makes sense. And then, uh, let's see here. Been in a few TV series. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's gonna be in a movie called The Sea Beast, which is gonna be on Netflix. <gasps> oh, that's okay. the one that we are looking at. Oh, I remember. Yes, I do. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. And then, oh, he was in the Harrison Ford, The Call of the Wild. Was he? Okay. Uh, he was Sir Lancelot in Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb, if you remember that one. I do? Okay. But yeah, he's been in, he's been in a few things. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. But it's I mean, crazy. you know, good for him. Yeah. Like, I really hope that they don't really over... I hope they don't overdo this whole Godzilla vs. Kong 2 thing. I just don't want it to turn toxic. Wow. I stretched on that one, but I thought it paid off. <laughs> Man, I'm going to have to uh, see what I can do to avenge that uh, segue there. <laughs> yours was better. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't have been anything without yours. So, uh, Toxic Avenger. <laughs> yes, sir. We have we have the remake that's coming out with mm-hmm. uh, Peter Dinklage yep. as the Toxic Avenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elijah Wood, uh, Kevin Bacon, Jacob Tremblay. We have it, we have what it's going to be rated. It has officially received an R rating. Yes! 
I was going to say, you happy about that, Travis? I sure am. Oh, I'm so excited. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Should be interesting to say to see. Most definitely. Uh, I just hope uh, I as long as long as they're going for the R. Now I hope that they just go for the outmost ridiculous things like the original movies do, because they were just grindhouse, low budget, but looked amazing. And I hope that they kind of do the same treatment to this. But mm-hmm. with a little bit more of a, I guess, modern tone. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, a little bit more modern, uh, modern effects and uh... exactly. But not CGI. I still want practical. <laughs> what about combination? And by that, I'm talking like Fury Road combination. Ooh, combination. I know. Okay. So basically, like, if you've watched Mad Max Fury Road. You've heard mm-hmm. the stories about how everything was practical and everything like that. A lot yep. of this stuff was practical, but they used CG to enhance it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the one shot where the gas tanker is, like, exploding and it just mm-hmm. starts in the back and goes all the way to the front. Mm-hmm. There weren't any cars around that. That was by itself. And then they used, you know, CG and compositing and basically put everything in there. Um, parts where there are people that are like flying out of vehicles and towards the camera and stuff a lot mm-hmm. of times those will be CG people mm-hmm. just because you know obviously you're not going to be throwing your actors and actresses at you know 60 miles an hour out of a car into sand dunes right <laughs> you know that whole thing huh. but, uh, I'm trying to think I, I, I think that would be kind of cool to see I mean like a mixture of the two the cgi with the practical yeah and then like you know also near the near the end when the semi gets flipped mm-hmm. like the semi flip is practical mm-hmm. everything around it is cg oh wow okay like i think the the two pillars are practical as well they were built but everything else is green screen cg mm-hmm. and like they added in stuff to uh like miscellaneous parts and stuff flying towards the camera you know there was stuff flying towards the camera but they added more to kind of add to it rather than sure. you know just kind of have it be a little lackluster mm-hmm. so that that's what i would what i'm talking about when i say using cg in like a fury road kind of way i would definitely be okay with that most definitely sweet sweet <laughs> uh i honestly have no uh no segue to this next one but it is another movie rating mm-hmm. that we did get and that is for the movie Blonde which is the Marilyn Monroe story which Anna mm-hmm. de Armas is playing uh, Marilyn Monroe apparently it has received an NC-17 rating oh my god wow wow okay this is a Netflix movie it looks like uh, I was gonna say are they gonna be able to keep that on Netflix but I guess I guess they can. I mean, they have not rated stuff and unrated and all this and that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I don't know how... Like, eh, that rating is going to hurt them. It definitely is. I think they're going to edit it a little bit. Okay. So apparently the NC-17 rating created some tension between the director and Netflix. Mm-hmm. But the director has nothing but gratitude for Netflix. They are quoted as saying that... Um, saying that the Netflix has supported the the movie even though it has some issues with its content and then 
they are having hereditary and tenant editor Jennifer Lane come in to reel it back a little bit. Okay, all right, that's a good deal. All right, huh? And the editing in in, in uh, hereditary is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Well, I mean, we haven't seen anything on this yet, so it remains to be seen. But let's just say I'm intrigued. Absolutely, absolutely, especially with <laughs> Anadarmus as Marilyn Monroe. Um, yes, most definitely. That's all I gotta say about that without going. <laughs> but yeah, I really don't have an, uh, a segue to this next one, which is Avatar Two. Uh, we saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. We reacted to the trailer. Mm-hmm. Gave our thoughts on the trailer. Apparently, James Cameron is sticking with the whole 3D thing. Jimmy C <sighs> in 3D sticking to his guns. I mean, Avatar is still one of the best 3D movies I've seen. Okay. Okay. So, I'm okay with it. I I don't know if I would pay to go watch a 3D movie anymore. I mean, so, <laughs> I, I think it would depend on the 3D movie and, yeah. like, which kind of auditorium it's playing in. Like, in, like, Adobe Atmos situation, like, like where we used to work, where they mm-hmm. have the big premium screen, like, like how they had it for uh, Everest. Mm-hmm. That was amazing in there. Mm-hmm. That's so, exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. So... I would say if it's done right, heck yes. Yeah. And I mean, like like you said, you know, Avatar in 3D was, was you said it was pretty good, right? It was. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And so, like, if they don't overdo it, I guess, mm-hmm. with this new one, I feel like it could be pretty darn good. But then also going off of, you know, kind of what the, the CG is already looking like for this movie. <laughs> okay. I feel like they're they're taking a lot of care with it. Mm-hmm. for a lot of things and I mean like I think James Cameron was even saying something about how uh, or sorry this is this is John Landau who is the producing partner of Jim James Cameron mm-hmm. basically said we believe 3D creates a more immersive experience in our narrative storytelling we don't play 3D as a world coming out of a window we play it as a window into the world which is basically what they did with Everest as well Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, why we why we liked Everest so much, right? Yep. And I like, you know, so it won't be something like jutting out of the screen at you. It like they said, it will be a window into their world, into that world. Yeah, like that's why I I always enjoyed Disney movies in 3D when when we had them in 3D. Mm-hmm. Was it wasn't the gimmicky things coming at you? It was more like you're watching a Broadway play, like it was a set. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The three the three D accentuated the whole scenery and it it made it cool. It made it amazing. Uh, so, and that's what the first Avatar did. So, if they can stick to that, I think it should be okay. But I just don't know where if three D can help help the movie situation if you know what i mean because like people i already feel like don't i either this movie is going to either bomb or it's going to do very very well right right um so i i just don't know if the 3d is going to help any matters if you it know sounds what I mean. like disney is going to try to ramp up the 
acceptableness of 3D again. Uh, because they're, they are releasing other movies in 3D mm-hmm. leading up to Avatar 2. So, mm-hmm. like, Lightyear will be in 3D as well. Really? Okay, alright. And apparently Universal is doing the same thing because Jurassic World Dominion will get a major 3D push. That one has me a little concerned. Okay, alright. And apparently 45% of Brazil's opening weekend grosses for Doctor Strange 2 came from 3D. In Germany, it was 50%. Really? See, I wondered if there were... Because there were spots in the movie that I was like, oh, that would be kind of cool in 3D. And it mm-hmm. kind of showed it that way. So I was like, oh, I wonder if I wonder if this is in 3D somewhere. And th- you just answered my question. So that works. Yeah. But like that's the thing, too, is like if if we start getting more 3D movies again, are we start going to get started or start getting 3D TVs again? <laughs> that's yeah, that's a good point. Because the last 3D TV was made in 2016. Wow. <laughs> 3D TVs. Mm-hmm. Wow. And like, I mean, sorry, I, j- I had, I've, I literally just watched a video on this like two days ago. Okay. About, about 3D TVs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, you know, kind of the difference between the active and the passive 3D and everything like that. But like, um, yeah, it was, it was, they were talking about how the, the last 3D TV that they could find was actually an OLED TV from 2016, like a 65 inch, 55 or 65 inch OLED TV, mm-hmm. which at that time OLED was very, very new as well, mm-hmm. or like really new to like the consumer space. And, you know, they tested it out and they're like, holy cow, this is, this is like really good. <laughs> Mm-hmm, right. But the TV itself was like $8,000 when it came out. Wow. Because 3D and OLED. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that was always... Uh, the 3D gimmick was always a thing that I hated when I worked at the theater. Mm-hmm. Like, it got better once we got the whole real D situation and we had the disposable glasses. Mm-hmm. But when we had the ones that we had to collect from people after every movie and wash them that was just a pain in the butt and i don't recommend it to anybody zero out of ten not recommended zero out of ten yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh very nice very nice all right well that uh do you have anything else you want to say about about uh, avatar 2 being in 3d travis uh i do not all right well that brings us to our trailers but before we get to our trailers make sure you visit us at facebook where facebook.com slash movies are thing or on twitter and instagram at movies are thing no spaces dash slash anything like that at movies are thing come on by and say hi we won't bite <laughs> every time <laughs> uh so getting into our trailers the mm-hmm. first trailer that we have is for one that we've talked about before or a movie that we've talked about before that is going to hulu I don't even know if it's getting like any sort of a theatrical release, but it's going to Hulu, and that is Prey, and it is the Predator prequel. Would you even consider this a trailer? Because it really, like, it shows a very little bit. I mean, I guess it's more of a teaser, really, than anything. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But it is something. It is something, and, you know, it has me hooked. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see it. Yeah. It looks, it looks fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's coming from the guy that did 10 Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane. I know we talked about that before. 
mm-hmm. uh, Dan Trachtenberg, and it's set in like prehistoric times. Not prehistoric yes. times, but like like uh, Indians, I guess. Uh, Comanche Nation three hundred years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That'd, that'd be it. I knew it was it, it was some tribe. I couldn't think of the name. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it it does look good. It v- looks very good. Mm-hmm. That's just that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I was just gonna say, like, there's that one scene in the or that scene in the trailer where they're like in the fields and she's hunting something, but then you find out that she's actually being hunted, and then you see the laser, obviously from the predator. Yeah. Suit so I mean, like, she, yeah. It's basically. I think. I think it's our main character is running away, going into the field, and then they get pulled down by somebody else, and then that person is the one that pulls the bow and arrow. And then the three dots appear on their forehead. Mm-hmm. And then the trademark of the the predator sounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. It, it looks good. It, it looks does. very good. As does our next trailer. Mm-hmm. That is for Hustle, which is an Adam Sandler film. Which I must, yeah. <laughs> he he is very much going more for the the gritty kind of like realism-ish side of things mm-hmm. like well what was his last one here it was um the last movie that he did uh like the the last like really gritty one it was uh gems uh, um uncut gems uncut gems yes yeah that one I, it feels like it's it's a little bit more lighthearted or <laughs> lighthearted quote-unquote lighthearted right <laughs> uh but it's not like a you know adam sandler comedy movie mm-hmm kind of thing basically it looks like he's a recruiter for the nba the the phoenix suns possibly mm-hmm. i believe is what we well oh, what he was i saying. believe this i believe this for philadelphia 76ers oh. you're right you're right you are absolutely right i knew the city started with a p uh, <laughs> and the team started with an s uh, <laughs> uh but yes philadelphia 76ers and basically, he's, he goes to, like, all these different countries to see their teams and try to recruit them over to America, to the NBA here. And he finds somebody, but they don't want to take him. And so he goes off on his own with this person to try to get him drafted into a different team. Yeah, that sounds about right. And, yeah, I mean, it, it looks like it's going to be very good. It does. I really like Adam Sandler and these more more lighthearted but still serious movies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he he does a very good job with them and i am a sucker for a sports movie so this has me it has me written all over it well that's good that's good yeah and i think i mean this is this is a netflix movie as well mm-hmm. so it uh it'll be coming out next month in select theaters okay and then coming to netflix i'm guessing next month as well perfect okay I'm fine with Adam Sandler as long as he doesn't do Jack and Jill Part 2. Right, right. So, basically, <laughs> in select theaters June and on Netflix June 8th. Okay. Is what I'm what I'm seeing here. So, okay. That's, that should be awesome. I look forward to that. All right. And then our next movie that we got a trailer for is for Resurrection. Now, this one looks like it's very much going to be kind of a uh, edge-of-your-seat kind of very anxiety inducing kind of movie very much so yeah like that trailer was intense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then tim roth shows up and so you know it's not gonna be good <laughs> right <laughs> not gonna be good news 
uh, yeah, Tim Roth shows up, and that's usually going to be a bad time. Yeah, so uh, Rebecca Hall plays the main character. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever watched, uh, well, she was Eileen Andrews in Godzilla vs. Kong. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about in the movie we were talking about before. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you've ever watched, or if you watched The Town, mm-hmm. Claire Kesey, she was Christine in Christine in 2016. Uh, she was Sarah in The Prestige in 2006. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, but that's right. She's been in the MCU as well. Who was she in the MCU? She was Maya in Iron Man 3. She was the one who came up with the Extremis. Ah, okay. All right. So that that is Rebecca Hall. Like we said, Tim Roth is in it as well. Basically, Tim Roth, I think, uh, is not a very good person. And uh, basically, he returns into Rebecca's Hall, Rebecca Hall's life, mm-hmm. um, making her kind of relive the horror of her past. And it looks like she's kind of wanting to take some measures into her own hands kind of thing. Yeah, somebody gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> or or get shot at, at the least. Right. Because <laughs> we see right. a gun. Yep, we but, do see a yeah. revolver. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's it, it, it looks very kind of nail-bitey. But it is listed as a crime drama horror, just as a heads up for you. Crime drama horror, okay. Yep. I like it. But that one looks very much more intense than the next trailer that we have, which was for Brian and Charles. What is this? <laughs> this looks like a fun movie. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it looks like a very kind of lighthearted movie. It does. It does very much so. Uh, I mean, there's there's going to be some you know conflict and stuff like that with the the people picking on Brian and stuff. But basically, right. Brian is a very eccentric character. Mm-hmm. Builds himself a robot that he names Charles, uh, who has a tummy of a washing machine. <laughs> uh, and like it, it reminds me very much of um, which one am I thinking of? Oh, why can I not think of it? Her? Kind, kind of, I guess. Okay. Uh, a little bit of a music video that I saw for LCD Sound System as well. I don't know if you've ever ever even heard of them, but I have not. But go on. They, they basically. <laughs> have like build the in their music video they build a robot that acts a lot like charles does <laughs> like its arms are uh flexible ducting mm-hmm. you know i think its head is basically just a box kind of thing <laughs> okay you know that that whole spiel but this one this one looks really good i kind i kind of want to go see it and it has um I honestly don't remember her name, but she played the medical examiner in the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock series. Okay. Let me see if I can find her name here quick, because now I feel bad. (laughs) And I haven't watched that series in forever. Louise Brealey. Okay. And it looks like she might play a little bit of a a love interest for Brian. Mm, Okay. Which, you know, I have enjoyed her stuff as well. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, if we look at some other stuff here quick... Um, sorry, one second. I'll be right back. Okay. Littering and... Littering and... Littering and smoking the room. Sorry about that. Just had a box elder bug land on my monitor. Did you have to shield your scream or something? No, I had to go get a napkin so I could squish it. 
Uh, you could have just ate it. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no protein? No. No, 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 no. Oh, no, uh, no, no. But yeah, I mean, she's been, she's, she's very much kind of been a background actress in a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, yeah, yeah. I've all, I've, I, the stuff that I've seen her in, I've, I've enjoyed. Okay. Yeah, the, and, the, what I've seen her in, I've enjoyed her too, so. Yeah, and Brian and Charles her. looks like a, I mean, it looks like a, a fun little, you know, getaway movie, you know? It looks like a fun getaway movie. Uh, it just seems, I, for how weird it is, I just don't know how marketable it's going to be. But the people that I feel like are going to go see it really want to see this. So they're, they're going to have, it, it's just an unknown. I just don't know what to feel, but I'm very interested in seeing it. It does give me Swiss Army Man kind of marketing vibes. It does. <laughs> very much so. Where it, it it is going for a very specific kind of viewer. Mm-hmm. And I think it did very well with the trailer, personally. I do too, yeah. And our last <laughs> our last trailer that we have, I think, did very well as well. And that is for Jerry and Marge Go Large. Oh, Brian Cranston. And Annette Benning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So basically, this this is based off of the true story of the people who figured out that the lottery could be rigged, mm-hmm. and they end up making money off of it. But there's other people that are making money off of it as well that come and threaten them, and uh, basically, it's 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 their story uh, where they're like <laughs> going to be retiring and not have a lot to retire with, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, so this movie is. It's like I would almost compare it to the Disney version of Breaking Bad. I mean, kind of, but it's Paramount Plus. Well, I was just saying because it's not like with drugs, it's with gambling. So that's why I was going that route. But I I totally get what you mean. (laughs) Uh, It it does look very good. Rain Wilson shows up Mm -hmm. like where'd he come from? Right. <laughs> and he's a and, and he's a gas station attendant again, just like he was in Juno. That yeah. 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 And then uh let's see here. Michael McKean, David St. Hubbins in Spinal Tap. Mm-hmm. Or Chuck McGill in Better Call Saul. Yep. Mr. Green in Clue. Yes. <laughs> uh, who does he play in Short Circuit? Or is it Short Circuit Two? Uh, Fred Ritter in Short Circuit yep. Two. That's it. Okay, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember which uh, Short Circuit it was that he was in, but yeah. It's and he was Polly in Jack. Yes. Bringing it back around there. <laughs> it all comes around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was in that darn cat as well. <gasps> the Christina That's Ricci. That's an underrated. That darn yeah. cat. Yeah. And Dougie Doug. And Dougie <laughs> Doug. <laughs> and Peter Boyle. Oh yeah. And John Ratzenberger. <laughs> oh, so and good. And a cat named Elvis. Yep. <laughs> as that darn cat. Mm-hmm. That's I literally the cat's only credit is that darn cat. <laughs> well, uh, it didn't but yes. have a long career then. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> Jer- Jerry and Marge go large. It is a dramedy, biography mm. dramedy. 
and is going to be coming out next month, a uh, month from tomorrow for us, which is June 17th. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow's, yeah, tomorrow's May 17th, so June 17th, yeah. Yeah. Exactly one month. And you said Paramount Plus for this one? Paramount Plus, yes. Okay. Man, do I want to get Paramount Plus? I might have to for this, because <laughs> I want to see it. Hey, then you can get some other stuff, too. Like all the Nickelodeon that's stuff. and That's true. And the South Park movies. Mm-hmm. Well, the newer ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sold. Oh, uh, don't forget Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, I love that show. That's on Paramount Plus. Oh, yeah, and the reboot, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Okay. No, that, that, was, that was CW. I don't know if that's on Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was our last trailer for the week. Okay. Uh, which brings us to the movies that we have for the week. And the first one that we have, Travis, I know you've been dying to see it. <laughs> Downton Abbey, A New Era, which is rated PG and is going to be nationwide. The much-anticipated cinematic return of the global phenomenon reunites the beloved cast as they go on a grand journey to the south of France to uncover the mystery of the Dowager Countess's newly inherited villa. IMDb has this one at a 7.5 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 77%, and Metacritic is sitting at a 59. (sighs) I have no interest in seeing this. What? No interest at all. I didn't even see the first one. I never saw the series. This is a very niche, a very niche uh, movie that the people that are going to see it are going to love it. But the people that have never seen a drop of the series or or the other movie, they might feel lost. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, it, oh, very much it's so. It's yeah. no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... I, I honestly haven't cast. watched any... Huh? What was that? I was going to say, but it does have a pretty good cast. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched any of the TV show or the other movie, anything like that. Right. But, I mean, those that those that love it, I'm sure, will enjoy this movie at the mm-hmm. very least. You know, get to be able to see the cast all together again, uh, everything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, got, you do got Maggie Smith in there, I believe, right? Yes, yeah. Maggie Smith, yep. Yep. Uh, Hugh Bonneville's in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Imelda Staunton is in there. You know, kind of just everybody that I'm sure you hope will be in there is probably going to be in there. Mm-hmm. If they were in the last movie. <laughs> if they if they were in the last movie. <laughs> right, you're right, right, yeah. But yeah, it's, it, it's, it's not doing too hot with the critics. Yeah, I would say so with that Metacritic score and... Uh, the subpar imdb and rotten tomato score yeah yeah although <laughs> i will say i will say uh 10, 10 of the ratings on metascore are uh listed as you know positive mm-hmm. you know kind of in the green scores eight of them are medium so in the yellow scores and only one is red okay uh but yeah i mean i'm looking at the scores and i'm seeing you know 75 75 75 80 nothing really above 80 but yeah Three eighties, okay. four seventy fives, two sixties, and then a twenty-five, just dragging it down. Could you do me a huge favor, quick? Mm-hmm. Could you look up the scores for the first Downton Abbey? That one was like like a sixty-three, I think. On honestly. Oh really? Okay. Uh sixty-four. Sorry, sixty-four. Okay. The TV show is a ninety-one. Wow. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we said, you know, if you. If you enjoyed the other one, other movie and the TV sh- series, I'm guessing you'll probably 
at least want to see this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas the next one is going to be, I, 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 it might have a bit more of a, um, a bit more of a reach. <laughs> at and least with our Asian demographic, yeah, exactly, for sure. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and that is because it is Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, which is rated PG and is going to be on Disney Plus. Uh, Chip and Dale are living amongst cartoons and humans in modern-day Los Angeles, but their lives are quiet are quite different now. It has been decades since their successful television series was canceled, and Chip has succumbed to a life of suburban domesticality or domestic domesticity as an insurance salesman. Dale, meanwhile, has had CGI surgery and works the nostalgia convention circuit, desperate to relive his glory days. When a former castmate mysteriously disappears, Chip and Dale must repair their broken friendship and take on their Rescue Rangers detective personas once again to save their friend's life. IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. I know I gave this movie a lot of crap when I first saw the trailer, and uh, it still doesn't... It still doesn't change the fact that I'm going to be watching this this weekend and probably <laughs> with a big smile on my face because it's going to bring back a lot of childhood memories. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. I loved Rescue Rangers growing up. Oh yeah, I've got I've got the I think I've got the first season on DVD actually. Yes, fantastic. <laughs> just pop it in and all of a sudden you just hear and it's Rangers. like yeah. We're we're uh, we're off to the nostalgia races right there, mm-hmm. but yeah, I know we were talking about the trailer before, where the the voices that they had in the TV show are only voices that they had in the TV show, uh, for this movie at least, mm-hmm. and they're being played by Andy Samberg and John Mulaney. I don't I don't like those voices, <sighs> but okay, I can deal with it. It'll be fine. Did we did we talk about who's playing Monterey Jack? I think we did. I think we did, but I don't remember. Eric Bana. Really? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. <laughs> and then, I mean, you know, J.K. Simmons is in there. Will Arnett's in there. Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Keegan-Michael Key. Chris Parnell. Uh, Tress McNeil, we talked about coming back mm-hmm. as Gadget. Mm-hmm. Paula Abdul is in there as Paula Abdul. Okay. <laughs> so. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... It should be. I, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I really, I really hope it's good. I really, yeah. really do. I did. I did see somebody say that it's basically, uh, like a combination of Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Wreck It Ralph. I'll take that. That's those are two good movies. Mm-hmm. If it's anything like those two, it'll be okay. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's it's a Disney movie, and mm-hmm. I think we talked about it in the trailer where. Seth Rogen's character, who is a just like a like a video game video game character or like a CG like uh-huh. early two thousand CGI character with the dead eyes, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> runs runs into Pumbaa from the live action Lion King, also voiced by Seth Rogen, <laughs> and they have a nice little conversation there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> you know, if it's shenanigans like that, I'm down for it. Mm-hmm. I, I just hope that this movie just doesn't feel forced, I guess. It, mm-hmm. Am I trying to, like, what am I trying to say? It, like, it's... Like it actually has a story to tell and is not just, you know, there for nostalgia? Exactly. Exactly. Like, Roger Rabbit, like, 
I'm sure nobody expected that to be good, but like it actually had a story to it. And if it has a story, but it has all all of the ridiculousness of there being cartoons in the real world, mm-hmm. I mean, as long as they can keep that, I think it should be okay. And implemented better than, uh, I don't know, uh, just off the top of my head, Tom and Jerry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see yeah I think very much so there there are there are three movies that i know that i've had to just stop watching mm-hmm. like i even i even watched the entirety of fan four stick even though i'm wasn't very happy with it but <laughs> that was that right. was mainly due to the to the ending mm-hmm. but three movies uh one of them being the tom and jerry movie that just came out on hbo max what last year Okay. One of them was the Texas Chainsaw reboot in 2006, 2006, 2007. Okay. Uh, with uh, Jessica Biel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one was more that they showed everything, and I just... It, 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 it was not, uh, not good news for my stomach. We'll just say that. Is it because of one scene in particular that I can think of? Which scene are you thinking of? I'm thinking of the scene where uh, it, they're out. I believe they're one of them is hiding in the shed, and Leatherface comes in and gets them in the in the in the downstairs area and cuts them in half. I honestly don't think I made it to that part. Or maybe it's the part in the in the basement with the salt. That's the part. Okay, all right. <laughs> with with it, it was the meat hook, the yeah. uh, leg stumps, and the salt. Oh God! And I was just like, mm, nope, nope, I'm we're done. D- we're we're done, we're done. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then the last movie was actually the Popeye movie. Really? You don't like that one? When Bluto started singing, I was done. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't anymore. When did you watch that as a kid or as an adult? Uh, college. College, so in between. All right. Um, I would say give it another shot. Man, I it, don't know. I don't know. It is, like, if you watched it with me, <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's pretty entertaining. If you can get past the singing part of it. Yeah. That, that's kind of a big ask right there. It is, it is, but I just thought I'd throw it out there. <laughs> All right, so we got Chippendale Rescue Rangers coming out. We do mm. have another movie that's coming out as well, and it's going to be our last movie of the night, mm-hmm. uh, and that is Men, which is rated R and is going to be a limited run. In the aftermath of a personal tragedy, Harper retreats alone to the beautiful English countryside, hoping to have found a place to heal but someone or something from the surrounding woods appears to be stalking her. What begins as simmering dread becomes a fully formed nightmare inhabited by her darkest memories and fears. IMDb did not have a score for this one. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at an 84% and Metacritic is sitting at a 65. I'm so excited to see this. This is my number one of the weekend. Okay, okay. (laughs) I mean, I love me some Alex Garland. Me too. I I just don't think I can do this one. (laughs) <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, I, I, I love his directing style. It's, it, it's fantastic. Uh, 
as as you know you you love ex machina as much mm-hmm. as i do i i don't think well, you've seen annihilation i have not but um not yet that's it it's on my to watch list okay um uh, but yeah actually right right next to me i have the the book that i was telling you about from the a24 shop oh yes yes okay like it, it's literally sitting right next to me <laughs> nice. right now what a coinky dink it is it is oh, i do have to get these other books though dang it <laughs> um but yeah no i like i would say it's more of a love-hate relationship with ex machina mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you know you know well it messes with your mind definitely. yes very much so and it, it's it's ending is kind of <laughs> you know i get you i get you <laughs> great movie but it just it just oh okay annihilation will do you the same dirty so just be prepared for that thank you for that now it's gonna you're... be postponed even more <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> but yeah so men man i don't know it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting, yes. So if you, if you've seen any of Alex Garland's stuff and you like it, oh, that's right, he he screen he was the writer for Dread as well. Oh, that's another good one. And the screenwriter for Twenty Eight Days Later. Even better. And the writer for Sunshine. I didn't like that movie. You didn't like that movie. <laughs> I mean, that one looks like a pretty good movie. What Sunshine? Yeah. That's the one with uh, uh, blah, 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 uh, Killian Murphy, right? Killian Murphy, Chris Evans, Rose Byrne, Michelle Yeoh, uh, Hiroyuki Sonata, directed like, by I, Danny Boyle. Yeah, I've heard people uh, rant and rave about that movie, and uh, I thought it was boring, but okay. I was I was very, very, or I wouldn't say I was young, but I was probably super tired because I worked a lot back then when that came out. So mm. I probably need to revisit it. Yeah. And I mean, it's a Danny Boyle film. Right. So, you know, take that as you will. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Written by Alex Garland. So we'll have to, we'll have to see how this one goes. He's been, he's been on a streak of certified fresh. Men hasn't gotten a certified fresh score yet. We'll see well, how it goes. Yeah, it's got the rest of the week and then the weekend to go, so... Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but that is our last movie of the, of the podcast. Travis? Yes, sir? You said that uh, Men is your first kind of pick of the pick of the week, right? Yes. I'm guessing followed by Chippendale Rescue Rangers? That is correct. And then not followed by Downton Abbey? That is correct. <laughs> three for three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm going to... I'm going to try, try being the keyword to watch Chippendale. Okay. We'll see. But I think before you see Re- Rescue Rangers, you need to watch Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah. We need to talk about that. <laughs> it's on my to-do list. Now, come on. Now, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to. I just, I had some stuff going on this last weekend, so I couldn't. I get you. I get you. We'll see how it goes. Sounds good. But that being said, 
Make sure you visit us at Facebook, we're facebook.com slash movies are thing. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing, no space, dash, or slashes, anything like that at movies are thing. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are thing. If you, if you want to help support the podcast, we have that over there. <sighs> Travis. Yes, sir. Do you have anything else you would like to say about any of the movies premiering this week or any of the news that we had this week? I do not. In that case, I do believe that it is about that time. Here it comes. Here's the outro. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. Okay. Right then. Mm-hmm. Good. Right how? Yes, quite. Oh, indubitably. <laughs> of course. I exited out of the wrong thing. <laughs> Hello and welcome again. Hello. Hello. Hello and thank you for calling Movie Phone. <laughs> you know, it was a Tuesday. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's usually a Wednesday, but Tuesday's fine. You know what? I want to say Tuesday. So just... Whoa, whoa. Calm it down. Are you driving? No, I'm just I'm just practicing my moves. You know. Taking it off of some pretty sweet jumps. God. Might, might, uh, might put on my cassette later. You know. Listen to Gina, some walking Gina, it's your things. dinner. God. drinking skin milk because you think you're fat so you could totally drink two if you wanted uh, Napoleon Dynamite your tots you have no you have no there's no reason why that movie should be as good as it is yeah no no not at all <laughs> well that's being cut out <laughs> <laughs> well I certainly hope so I didn't know you hit record yet oh I've been recording for almost 10 minutes now Oh, oh, have you? Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, That's going to be on the cutting room floor. Uh, uh, that would have been really good if you said into it. The dop 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 pleader effect. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> did that did that help? It did. It gave it gave me a whole new insight into into your mind. <laughs> well, that's a scary thought. Sure you should be is. afraid. You should be very, very afraid. Okay. Uh, just we got. Jeez. Sorry. Take it easy, Travis. Wow. Sorry. God. Just had a bodily function. God. I mean, usually when I have a bodily function, it sounds more like.
What begins as simmering dread becomes a fully formed nightmare inhabited by her darkest memories and fears in visionary filmmaker Alex Garland's feverish, shape-shifting new horror film. Hold on one second. I'm gonna I'm gonna redo that last sentence. Okay. Are you okay? It sounds like you're kind of going a little staticky a little bit. Am I? I as far as I know, I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I know it. It. it it sounds like the the static that I hear in your room was just kind of going like. Oh, but yeah, everything sounds good over here as far as I can tell. Perfect, perfect. But just let me know if, if it happens again. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. I love it. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> that bring back memories. It sure does. All right, Coconut. man. Alright. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get going here. Alright, sounds good. You have yourself a good one. You too. Goodbye now. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.